Hello everyone and welcome to Behind the Plays. This is strictly not on YouTube, uh, this voiceover, due to the fact that I have not uploaded any of the Spotify's. Uh, all these Spotify episodes that you're about to hear were pre-recorded and recorded a long time ago. If you ever want to hear current episodes, they are always up on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash behind the plays. You also can go find us over on uh, anywhere your streaming platforms uh, you, you listen to your podcast at. You can hear us anywhere there. Uh, if you would really be gracious, I'd appreciate leaving a little like or a heart or whatever you're listening on, uh, the like button. Uh, it really shows the interest and help, helps me out understanding what platforms are best to put everything out on. Uh, and also show me a, a follow on Twitter, uh, everywhere else. Uh, those links to everything are usually down in the description of every video as long as they have the ability to have a description on the video. Uh, but with the further ado, uh, we have season two of Behind the Plays Football. Uh, I don't know what episodes. These are going to go in front of all episodes that you will see uploaded. Uh, so hope you enjoy and thank you guys so much. In the future, we'll be having these episodes on streaming platforms up about uh, hopefully a few days after the YouTube. Typically, YouTube will go up. Uh, there's no guarantee on which day it'll go up during the week. Uh, it'll go up and a few days later, it'll up I'll be able to upload it to uh, Spotify. I do all the editing and everything on my own outside of some of the uh, without the guests. Obviously, that's the only that's not myself. So thank you guys so much for listening and appreciate all of you guys. I'll be for this intro. I'm Davion, your gracious host, and without further ado, this is the Football Podcast. Catch you guys later. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Behind the Plays. I am your grateful host, Davion underscore W. As you can see, all the awesome nameplates, you know, you know that thing. And two, this way, because I can't tell what direction anything is anymore. It's my left, but your guys is right. Eric is here with me, the gracious, unofficial, official co-host. Hello. Hello, I am here. I, I, I did make it today. I, I don't know I was where invited we, back. I, I don't know where I'd be without you. Let's be real for the football. Let's. <laughs> Wait, I did find my Eagles uh, hoodie, so we're rocking that today because. Okay, I, I busted out some wolf fat gear. Uh, you know what? That's just as okay. You know, yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. Football action. Uh, we have two and zero. They are good Wait, for them, yeah. dude. Yeah, they they beat Cal and then they played Idaho State last weekend and then they're playing uh, in Idaho Kansas State. State? Yeah, it's an FCS school or not FCS? Um, or yeah, FCS. I keep thinking FCS in Division Two. I get those mixed up. It's an FCS school. Dog, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> well, I know yeah. FCS was I mean, a thing, right? But like, yeah. I didn't know Idaho State was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of West Coast teams play Idaho, Idaho State. Cause... Poor Idaho State. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, probably the FCS schools you know of are North Dakota and South Dakota State. Yeah, because, you know, Dallas like Goddard the, and Carson big, Wentz. Yeah, those are the big FCS schools. But, um, no, another big one is uh, Weber There's State. A, we played yeah, Weber State Weber before. State. I know, what Weber, I know Weber State. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you probably know a handful of them. Like uh, UC Davis, maybe. Yes. UC San Diego. Yes. Yeah, those are all FCS schools. Yeah, UC San Diego, I know about that one. I actually went to that. I uh, uh, went to there for a church camp. Really? Yeah. It's a cool school. Very cool we campus. Toured, uh, we toured. We toured uh, UC Davis when we were picking schools. Not Davis. UC San Diego. Maybe. Sorry. Oh, I've seen their campus too. Yeah, it's uh, it's when like we played gorgeous. San Diego State. We stayed right next to um, UC San Diego's campus. Yeah, that that campus is amazing. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Any campus yeah. in California is pretty dope. Let's be real. Yeah. Most of them are like super close to the beach, and you get like exactly. really cool views and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, we went and saw UC Davis, and we went and saw Stanford. Stanford oh, wow. is massive. I've never. I think that's one school I've always wanted to just to go see, just to see, like, because yeah, that school is huge. Yeah, Stanford was a, honestly a little overwhelming. I'm not gonna that's lie. That's crazy. <laughs> but we are all positive vibes this week. 
Yes. Uh, for some crazy We're in reasons. Good mood. We're for in good crazy mood. reasons too. Like because we won some games. We holy <laughs> we won crap. Some games. We we won and some by games. We, I mean the Eagles and Broncos because of our pickums. We did not win. Some oh games. no. Yeah. We. I mean positive records. We have only had in the history of doing these, we've had one, one week where we've gone below five hundred. Just one. And it was like that was me. That was week sixteen, I think. No, was it week 16? I feel like it was week, like, 11 last year. Let's find out. I have the, I have the receipts. Let's see. Uh, it would be my... Nope, not the yeah, 20. Yeah, but otherwise we peaked at 8 and 8. Yeah, we, 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 had, we had the chance to go 10 and 6, but, you know, that last game was kind of nutty. Yeah, that game yeah, was wild, true. though, by the way. That game was insane. Yeah. Uh, you went 7 and 9 week 16. Week eleven, we both went seven and seven, not below five hundred. Oh, okay. So close enough, but <laughs> not it. Close yeah. enough. We might as well be. Yeah. Yes. And so, then, but we both went nine and seven with our pickums this week because there were some interesting games. One day we'll have a fourteen uh, win week, right? We'll have a fourteen yeah. good pickum. We only split on two games, and we each went one and one on those two games. So, yeah, so we just had the same record. So we're tied. I won last season's pickums. And to be fair, those were two of the closer games of the week. Those were good games. Yeah. For what they were, they were good game. I mean, yeah, I think they're the closest scores of all the games. Oh yeah, absolutely. One point and three. Besides, yeah, yeah one point and three point. Oh, Dolphins. I guess Patriots. three points is. T- yeah, three points. I guess is tied, but yeah. With um. The Browns Chiefs, or no, that was four points. Browns Chiefs. That's yeah, how math works. It was thirty-three twenty-nine. Yeah, it was literally the two closest games where the two we were different. No, so at least we have that going for us. N- was it? We weren't. We di- split Vikings, Bengals, Vikings, Bengals, Dolphins, Patriots. Vikings, I said Bengals. Yeah, those are the two we split. Oh well. Oh yeah, one one. Or it was one point and three points. Yeah, and that, well, that three, three point points game went to OT. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Might as well. Yeah. Okay. That's anyway. about as good as you get. Yeah. But anyway, guys, if you guys don't know how this works by now, we go over the entirety of our week one predictions, kind of give you guys how our records went. Then we give you our entirety of our week two predictions, and then we end the podcast. Sag. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the tweet. Uh, actually, really excited to go over this week because I felt like there was a lot to learn from this week, and I think there's a lot to come from this week, which is interesting. Yes. And I'm trying not to overreact on certain things because that's typically how I, how I react to things. I overreact a lot, but... I'm just going to just vibe. Week one, it was great for the Eagles, and that's all I cared about at the end of the day. But the rest of the yeah. teams, we got some things to talk about because we're going to have some We're yes. gonna have some fun with this one, okay? Yes, I agree. Uh, let's kick things off with the f- opener reigning Super Bowl champion, Buccaneers, in their home stadium that they just won the Super Bowl in against the Dallas Cowboys and the returning Dak Prescott on Thursday Night Football. This game was wild. Amazingly like, wild, honestly, actually. And I, I, I had I, a feeling I, the Cowboys were going to be decent. Like, I was like, I Cowboys are going to be okay. I rewatched our prediction podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think pretty close to my exact words were this is one of the cr- the cruddier uh, kickoff matchups I've ever seen. And this is probably one of the best kickoff yeah. games I remember in a long time. Yeah, the game was this game was nuts. Yes, this game was nuts. And here's what here's what I, I learned. I don't I think I perfectly estimated the Buccaneers. Yeah. This is exactly what I was expecting from the Buccaneers. Absolutely. I think I underestimated the Cowboys. I think you did too. I think I may have I, – I feel like I'm hitting them spot on, but 
at the same time, I don't know because the Cowboys are always like this. They play in close games, but they always lose them. So we're not really like sure. Like, yeah. They always do something. They're like, they're not quite Falcon-esque, but they're, they're, they're like close enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're up there for sure. Right. Um, but the Buccaneers, uh, shockers for me, Antonio Brown played like he was in his prime this week. Yes, Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski both looked yeah. tremendous. And Rob Gronkowski was on my bench this week. It didn't matter at the end of the day. He was on but... my bench in another week, too, which yeah. it did matter. Because I lost by, like, 30 points, I think. And Rob Gronkowski yeah, he had 29. 25 of them. Yeah, he had 29 points for me. Yeah. Which reminds me, uh, you need a tight end. And I was uh, shopping one of my beautiful tight ends that I have. Because I have Travis Kelsey. Why do I need a tight end? Because you have Mark Andrews, who only put up five points and, you know. Dallas Goddard, he's inconsistent, right? All right. It's sure. not true because I love Dallas Goddard. Yeah, hit me with some Travis Kelsey offers. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm giving you gunk. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm just messing around. Um, but this game, I, I seriously, like, the Buccaneers played out of their minds. Um, now, the whole, I think there's one big thing that needs to be addressed, and that's that P.I. call at the end of the game, or no call that potentially should have been called. How did you feel about that play? The left arm didn't extend entirely. That's okay? my opinion. That's my opinion. Though, that's about as close as you get to a no-call. Yeah. And it actually being not PI, in my opinion, as you get. Yeah, I didn't think like, it was pass interference. We're talking, like, yeah. we're talking like inches away from that being PI. Yeah, I could see it. The thing is, is that his momentum, the, the defender, whoever was guarding, who caught that pass? Was it Godwin? It was Godwin. Yeah, whoever was guarding him. Um, was backpedaling, and when Godwin made his stop, the dude was kind of already falling, right? Yeah. So, like, the push-off didn't feel like a push-off. It felt like dude took his momentum and just – it was like – do you remember – I don't know if you if, – actually, you might not remember this. In, I, I don't remember. Uh, it, was the last, it was the last championship Jordan won. He does, like, a little, 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 little shove, right? A little push-off on dude guarding him's butt for the game winner in game six to mm-hmm. give him a six ring. And it was like a momentum thing, right? Like, he didn't push him. Like, it wasn't an offensive foul. Gave him a little love yeah. tap. Bang. That's how it felt, right? So, like, he used his right. momentum against him, and he just fell in the process. Made a great play. And Brady did Brady things and put that ball precisely where he needed to. So, Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If that's, if that's P.I., then every back shoulder throw ever is probably P.I. Yeah, and it's, it's like, it's hard to call those for that. Yeah, for that, that it, especially it's hard to in that, that being P.I. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think A.B. is looking really good. Gronk looked amazing. Uh, yes, Godwin I looked mean, really good. Tom Brady looks like he's still, like, 25. But what else yeah, is new? I mean, like, that, looked like, that looked like the week one Buccaneers. Like, yeah. It didn't look perfect, but it looked pretty darn excellent. Yeah, and it was um, – the, the thing about the Cowboys is, is that they were strictly a passing team. They threw, like, 58 times or something crazy like that. Yeah, there was 108 balls thrown in this game. Yeah. Tom Brady threw 50 times and Dak threw 58. Um, Zeke barely touched the ball. Pollard did most of, the, most of the carrying, it felt like, because he was getting those dump-off passes. He was getting those, yeah. like, weird shovel passes. Like, he was getting mo- yes. majority of the, Poll- the stuff. Pollard had three carries plus four, four receptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that doesn't even For, include, in like, total, some of the In total, that would be 43 yards. Yeah. So it, and, yeah, and that doesn't even count the drops. Right. So, it's like... I think Zeke, they need to probably establish a little more run. Because if they would establish a little bit more run with Zeke at the beginning of the game, they might have had a little more control and possibly been able to win this game. 
I agree. I mean, we've said it a million times. The Cowboys need to give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott, and then they're going to start winning football games. And they when just Zeke runs to. the ball more than like twenty times a game. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, I think, have like a winning record. I think I've seen that statistic somewhere. It's like whenever Zeke ha- touches the ball more than twenty times, the Cowboys are something like, like fourteen and three or something right. stupid like that. And he doesn't even need to get like a hundred yards on the ground, right? He needs to get like. He can get no, like he needs 50. to touch it. He needs, he, yeah. he needs to touch the ball. Right. If he gets like 50, 60, because, right, that's good because then the defenses have to play up to respect Ezekiel Elliott because exactly. Ezekiel Elliott is really good. Yeah. And then Dak can do Dak things because their wide yes. receiver core is insane. So I, mean, I don't Amari understand Cooper why they 13, do it. Amari Cooper had 13 receptions and CeeDee Lamb had seven receptions. Right. And CeeDee Lamb caught an amazing touchdown pass. Like he caught that and just neumed. Yeah. So, and yeah. That's with the fact that Dak threw it 58 times. Exactly. Like, Amari Cooper shouldn't be having 13 receptions a game. He should be having, like, 9 to 10 receptions a game that are all for big plays. Exactly. Because you have to – because they respect the run because Zeke touched the ball. Yes. Exactly. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. But, yeah, that's enough about that. I, I just, like – great game, though. Like, uh, Greg Zerline missed a couple kicks. Um, yes. But, like, I don't think that impacted the game. Right at the end of the day, I think I think Tom Brady probably would have scored a touchdown anyway in that last drive if he had to, you know. (laughs) So it's I don't play the what if game in that scenario. Like they could have won that game by playing a little bit better defense. That's plain and simple Mm -hmm. to me. Uh, Moving on to the afternoon games, we got Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. First (laughs) week in the NFL, Seahawks at Indianapolis. Carson Wentz in a brand new jersey, and I thoroughly. Sag to see Carson Wentz in a brand new jersey, but <laughs> was happy to see him play well. Like, he didn't play yes. poor. His team lost. Seahawks took that one 28-16, but that was mostly because his defense let him down uh, because they, they Tyler Lockett, murdered yeah, them, boys. Was, yes. Russell Wilson had four touchdown passes on yeah. 18 completions. He only yeah. completed 18 passes, and four of them were for touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nearly, nearly, just over a fifth, nearly a quarter of your passes were touchdown passes. That's crazy to think about, dude. Which is nuts. Yeah, I mean, I think the, Col- the Colts showed us that they're a good team with Carson Wentz. I think the Seahawks showed us that they're a top-tier team in the NFL. They're one of the best teams. Mm-hmm. They're probably, I think, like a top five to six team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks are really, really good. I think the Colts are good, and we talked about this with the Colts with their season prediction. Yeah, I like the Colts, and I and I think the Colts are potentially a playoff contender. It's can they get through this really tough stretch with a handful of wins? Yeah, they need to like try to go three and three, maybe. Yeah, to open the well, season the fir- if they can. Through the first eight, they they I think they sorry, need to eight, try to go at four. least like four and four. That's what I meant. Through the first eight, four and four. Yeah, if, if they're gonna have a chance of playoffs, they need to come out of the first eight, four and four at least. Yeah, but with because how they're I think they realistically looking, could finish like eleven and six, ten and seven if they do that. Yeah, like with how their division's looking though, to start, I mean, it's very possible that even if they they go that four and four, they very well could win the division still in my eyes easily. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Their division's looking a little bit interesting. <laughs> I don't think right the ti- I don't think the Titans are a juggernaut. I think the Titans are Dog, beatable for the division. I thought they and... were a juggernaut, bro. I was no, thoroughly disappointed at that yeah, first week, bro. They're a good team. I don't think they're great. Yeah. I, don't, I think I think they're a playoff team probably, but we'll see. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, I definitely overhyped the t- the Titans this year. Yeah, quite a bit. 
Um, quite a bit. But yeah, I think I was very happy to see Carson Wentz play in a in a system that worked for him because he threw 25, 38, 251 mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns. Like that was a Carson Wentz stat line. That's a good stat line, yeah, right? That's a great stat line for Carson. That's Wentz, awesome. Especially you know, brand new system having yeah. such a terrible year last year. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the Carson, thing is, it Carson doesn't feel Wentz like a. I don't think it's really a, and, and coming off that type of injury too, like. I don't think it's a brand new system per se because Frank Reich is the one calling the shots, and that's a system he very well knows because he was playing under him in Philly. So yes. I'm very excited to see what he can do under this system going moving forward. So hopefully more power to Carson Wentz. But Russell Wilson, dude, he mm-hmm. was dotting him up. Tyler Lockett, four catches, 100 yards, two TDs. DK had four catches, 60 yards on a, and a touchdown. I mean, like, what else? What else do you need to say? Like, yeah. That team played amazing, and they, they, they showed out, plain and simple. Yeah, they look very good. I hope they can keep that up because the Seahawks are a fun team to watch. That NFC West is going to be lit. Yes. Um, next up, uh, my, my surprise of the week. Yeah, Texan Jaguars heading to, 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 to good old Houston <laughs> to play the Texans. And we said they were going to win one game all year, or none, and they come out and start 1-0. Yeah, the Texans beat the Jags 37-21. Like, convincingly. Um, Yeah, pretty convincing win. Like, they started very, very, very hot in the first half. They put up, uh, what, 27 27. points in the first half? It was 27-7 at halftime? Yeah. Like, that's kind of nuts. I mean... Tyrod looked decent. Um, Mark Ingram looked really good, too, especially, you know, after not having a super consistent year last year in Baltimore. True. He looks really good in Houston this year, at least week one. Brandon Cooks is like, yo, you want want to talk about me not being a number one receiver? Hey. I know. Hey. Dude, I started Brandon Cooks in fantasy this week. Yeah, I know. I was so nervous. I'm like, that's a risky move, but it paid off. Yeah, it was really. I was nervous when I saw that stat line. I was like, "What is? What is? What is Brandon Cooks doing right now? What?" Yeah, yeah. Five know, five like, receptions, one hundred and thirty-two yards. Things I saw out of Houston, um, but I think more than anything, it's that it's. I think the the Jaguars just feel a little bit new fresh they feel new like it's it's like yeah, a I whole mean, new urban meyer trevor lawrence like i know trevor lawrence threw 332 for three touchdowns and trevor three picks. also three picks exactly he threw three picks which i don't know if i want to chalk that up to rookie mistakes because that's not only rookie trevor lawrence mistakes that's potentially rookie urban meyer mistakes yeah i think there was a lot that went into that uh, his three interceptions, because like he threw i i did see like one or two of the interceptions and one of them definitely looked like Trevor, why would you throw that ball in that that area? Like, that was a bad read. But yeah, outside of I that, it was I know. Like... I didn't get to see too many of the highlights, but if I'm looking at the stats, the fact that Christian Kirksey has an interception, that's what concerns me because yeah. you don't see too many linebackers getting interceptions like, exactly. for free. Yeah, and, but I will say the I like the receiving core that they're bringing on this season with DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, if they can get them. Like, they got them kind of going. But the problem is, is that DJ Chark had three catches, 86 yards, a touchdown on – 12 targets. Yeah, you got to get the ball there. It's 12 targets I mean, and he I only mean, caught 3 of them. Something something's a little off there. Yeah, it I and I it's not like the Jaguars mostly I don't think it's DJ me, Chark's fault either by the way. Yeah, I think I think the Jaguars need to just 
tighten a few things up. I don't think the, the Jaguars are not in a good position to make like a run this year. No, and I, don't I didn't think expect they're even close to. to being a playoff team. No, but I think like this will be a good trial year to see how Trevor Lawrence goes and Urban Meyer and and Urban Meyer even and just to kind of feel it out and see potentially how it's going to look next year. Right. I think um, Trevor I mean, Lawrence think... looked fine. He just had it, it's like a rookie game in my opinion. Exactly. Like he just he, had it's, he's a rookie. Like that's that's kind of what I. He was explosive yeah. in both directions. It was his first <laughs> NFL game. That's kind of ex- expected, honestly. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's the Jacksonville Houston just balled out. Like I'm not going to take anything away from them. Tyrod Taylor balled out, dude. Mm-hmm. Freaking Ty- Mark Ingram balled out. Philip Lindsay even got a touchdown this week. Like eh, they were. Yeah, shout were. out to Philip Lindsay. I love Philip. You know who else got a touchdown this week? Danny Amendola. Did you know he even know, played they, for this team? I think they signed him like a few days before. He, Dude, uh, I didn't even know he was there. I, I heard, I was watching the highlights. They're like, yeah, uh, Tyro Taylor dumps it off to Danny Amendola scores. I was like, who? <laughs> yeah. No, I think I saw it on Twitter. Like, I think Danny Amendola signed like Tuesday last week or something like that. That's nuts, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Shout out to the Texans for winning. Honestly, a good game. They deserve <laughs> that. That was a great win for them. And yeah. I will, I'm sorry for doubting y'all. Y'all, y'all do your thing. Tyrod, I am sorry, bro. Could you imagine if Deshaun Watson was on still there, though? That team would feel like it's 10 Deshaun times Watson better. Deshaun Watson is still there. You know what I mean. <laughs> that te- that team feels like it's like 10 times better for some reason. Because Do- Deshaun Watson just a god. No, like, genuinely, the Texans are a decent team with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they feel like – I don't even feel like they're that bad with Tyrod Taylor at the helm. That's exactly. the weird part. And I don't think Tyrod Taylor is a bad quarterback, right? Because I think he, he's just had no, very he's, he's unlucky good. circumstances, right? No, he's a solid. He's a solid starter in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season goes for the Texans. Uh, we'll talk more about them next week because I don't think they're going to win that week. And if they win next week, then we then, really got to yeah, be on. The, we got to be the choo choo. I got to hop on the. We'll start, I got to hop on the we'll Texans train. We'll start paying attention to the Texans yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, that's that's something. Uh, okay, moving on was uh, my favorite game of the week. The Eagles. Have the- I wonder why. Uh, actually, my favorite game to watch this week was most certainly the Broncos Giants game, and I'll explain to you when I watch when we get there. But that was a fun game to watch, and I, I'm gonna that was crazy to me. Um, Eagles Falcons. The thing that I noticed about this game was the offense felt explosive for the first mm-hmm. time since the Super Bowl run, and I after looking at the team, they brought in a whole bunch of just young dudes like. Quez Watkins was getting the ball a lot. Jalen Hurts was slinging that thing. Miles Sanders was playing uh, Gainwell. The rookie was getting a lot of snaps. They didn't play Boston Scott, which really made me sad because I love Boston Scott. Like, the only dudes that are older than, like, four years in the league was, like, Zach Ertz and our O-line. Like, three of them. Yeah, your ancient ass O-line. <laughs> yeah, and none of them got hurt! Yeah! <laughs> I know. That's the biggest Brandon Brooks. The Eagles are coming out of here pretty much unscathed. You know who got hurt, though? <laughs> J.J. Arthago Whiteside. Dude, what the heck? <laughs> he came out of the game in, like, the second quarter with an apparent ankle injury. I was like, just call him Travis Fulgham now. We don't need J.J. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts started, the, uh, started his uh, campaign. He started, like, four for four, good run, touchdown. Uh, Devontae Smith had a good opener. He, that uh, his, opening touchdown to Devontae Smith was pretty. It was beautiful. Six that was tar- pretty. Uh, eight targets, six receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Rager had six receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Goddard had four receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Like, 
Nice. That was a great yeah, opener. Look solid. They like, looked I really love, good. I looking at this Jalen Hurts stat line and the fact that he went 27 of 35. There was only eight incompletions that he threw all game. And you know what my favorite like, stat is? The zero interception line because that was our biggest problem last season was yeah, turnovers. I mean, and we like, didn't turn the ball over crisp. once. Felt good. Like it was crisp. I noticed like the that opening drive, the Falcons really came out and kind of bullied. The oh, Eagles they bullied the hell out of our defense. Drive, but then the Eagles held and then they just kept holding. Yeah. And the Falcons couldn't do anything. They couldn't accomplish anything. The Falcons couldn't get anything going. I don't know if that's a reflection on the Falcons' offense or if it's a reflection on the Eagles' defense. And the crazy part about that was, I think the Eagles' defense showed out a lot on the mm-hmm. goal line because they had two big goal line stands. Those two field goals at the first quarter. Um, and then towards the... They didn't have, like, a sack all game until, like, three minutes left in the fourth quarter. They got, like, a bunch of sacks. I think they ended with, like, three sacks or something like that. That was a lot that happened. Two, three... Yeah, three sacks. They had, like, none until, like, the very end. And Hargrave got a couple. And then Hassan Ridgeway got one. Uh, but it was great defense. Super good defense uh, from the Eagles. And their their defense their great defensive line that they just I swear I'm just gonna live I'm gonna die by this, their defensive line isn't was playing out of their mind. And for once the secondary did well. Darius Slay attacked the ball. It was like I was looking at old Darius Slay. It felt great, dude. It was great. Um, but I will yeah. say the Falcons they looked really really solid up until they got their first field goal. They looked like they were about to dominate the hell out of us, and then they got a field goal out of it, and then the Eagles didn't look back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good game from the Eagles. That was awesome. Uh, yes, I agree. The next game, Chargers at football team, was really, really, really good. Surprisingly, really, really good. Like we expected it to be a good game, but I didn't expect it to be like feel like this good of a game. Like it came down to the wire. Yes. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened here was the injury to Ryan Fitzpatrick, though. Yeah, but Taylor Heineke came out and was slinging that thing. I mean, he was doing okay. Went 11 to 15, 122 yards, and a touchdown. Did we take those? Um, Antonio Gibson had 20 carries for 90 yards. Like, he was an absolute workhorse this game. Yeah, you take those as well. He's doing what Zeke should be doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked a lot of things I saw from Washington. I, saw, I liked a lot of things I saw from the Chargers. The biggest thing, when we talked in the predictions episode for week one, yes. we were like, I don't know if this Chargers O-line is going to be able to hold up against this Washington D-line. But they really, really, really did. I mean, like, yeah. Chase Young was basically a non-factor this yeah. entire game. Yeah. Uh, I believe Justin Herbert only got sacked once by Montez Sweat. I'm looking. He got sacked twice. Once by Montez, once by Jonathan Allen. Okay. Well, that's not bad for... No, two. Yeah. And there were the just Washington a couple... defense, two sacks. Two sacks and two TFLs. Like, literally, Chase exactly. Young had one tackle. And yeah. two assisted tackles. I know was there was so much good stuff out of the Chargers that I was very impressed with. And most of all, it was their O-line. Yeah, their O-line definitely held. And I think that makes – that helps a lot because you're seeing what this receiver receiving core can do. Like Keenan Allen went nine receptions, mm-hmm. 100 yards. Mike Williams had eight, eight receptions, 82 yards, a touchdown to add with it. Uh, Jared Cook, I didn't know he was on this team, by the way. Five receptions, uh, 56 yards. Like they, It's looking good for them. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, good win from the Chargers. Like, really, really big win from them. And I, I really respect how they, how they, pull, how they, their O line held up against like this godly D line that is the Washington Football Team. Like, their D line is mm-hmm. amazing. 
Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I believe, was put on IR, so it seems like Tyler Heineke is going to be starting. But I've heard rumors that they should sign Cam Newton. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, that's what we said at the very beginning was was Cam Newton to Washington. We did. We said that in our quarterback's prediction. I, I really like the Ron Rivera connection there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not opposed to that at all. I think it would honestly. help them. I, I, I would like that. I think it would make sense. I think it would be a better fit right now than Tyler Taylor Heineke. Then, yeah. I mean, I think overall Cam Newton's a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke. I mean, so uh, yeah, I obviously. would agree. Um, but I wouldn't, like, if they, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, a week or two. Because they, I think they want to finish evaluating Ryan Fitzpatrick before they go out and sign Cam yeah, Newton. I would agree. But like, if he he was, I think he was placed on IR like yesterday. So, yeah, we'll see. And by yesterday, today is Tuesday, so we are talking uh, after Monday Night Football, obviously. So, typically yeah. when we record these are Tuesdays. The last couple of weeks have been Wednesday, but you know, just depends right. on the week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert looked pretty clean. Uh, kind of expected them. Uh, this next game that they have coming up uh, is against the Cowboys, and I hope they can keep their momentum up because they're playing in SoFi now this this week. So that's gonna be cool. Yep. Uh, next up, what a Steelers game! Bills. That was twenty three sixteen Steelers in Buffalo. Steelers come out on top. Pittsburgh. Um. Duh. What else do I need to say about Pittsburgh? They played amazing in the fourth quarter they made a yeah. complete 180 in the fourth quarter they were losing 10-6 or i think it was 10-0 going into the halftime it was yeah 10 nothing at halftime yeah 10-6 going into the fourth yeah they held and them they ended up winning 23-16 yeah they held them um the biggest takeaway was i thought Najee harris was going to be a bigger factor and he wasn't 16 yards 45 or 16 carries 45 yards i mean that's not that crazy i mean here's the thing okay i think it's the bills are the better team the Agreed. Bills win this game 99 out of 100 times. Right. Maybe like 90 out of 100 times. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I get you. I get you. Like, the Bills are a better team. I think there was that blocked punt. That was huge. That happened that as return well. for a touchdown. Yes. Like, I mean, that's a massive play. Like, whatever. And the Bills happen to lose by a touchdown. I don't think that's coincidence. Right. You know, blocked punts happen one every blue moon. Yeah. Like, genuinely... I think I don't think this game changed my opinion of the Steelers or the Bills too too much. I'm gonna give the Steelers a little more credit than I think I should be giving them. Maybe I think like when I see a con- a when I see a little bit more consistency, I'll believe it. But here's the thing: don't buy into the Steelers just yet, right? Because look at the Steelers' next opponents: Raiders yeah. at home, Bengals at home. The two teams that they then should they beat. play the Packers. Which if the Packers play like they did Week One, they should be. Who them. cares? Right. Then the, the Broncos. Broncos. Then the Seahawks. Which I Talk think that Steelers-Broncos game might be a better matchup than we want to, ex- I think, give credit. I agree. But talk um, to me week six about Sunday night football. After week six, we'll have a conversation. The Steelers really are week six. But here's the thing. We're talking about the Steelers being like, the Steelers are not a good team. But I just listed off, potentially, then they could win the next five, four games. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like They, so, could, go, they could start the season 5-0 and oh and call it a day. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you, like, I don't think the Steelers are a good team, but if they're in the playoffs, who, who cares? It's it's going to be like last year. We'll see, though, because they – I mean, I think this is Ben Roethlisberger's last year regardless of what happens. I mean, yeah, he's ancient, dude. Um, But either way, if their defense can play how they played against the Bills and keep that up all season, mm-hmm. I mean, they could be a threat. You know, you can kind of see what they could do. I mean, I don't know about winning a Super Bowl, but, like – they could win, like they could, they could, they could win some, they could rattle off some wins. So yep, we'll see. I agree. We'll see how it goes for the rest of the season. Um, but the Bills just looked 
like they were in slow-mo the entire second half. Yeah, the Bills look slow in the second half. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll patch a handful of things up. I think we'll be good with the Bills. Yeah, I definitely need to – Stephon Diggs needs to start – needs to torch people a little bit. They lost a fumble, so that really sucked. But that was, like, really just it. Turno- like, the, the two turnovers is what killed them. The block punt and the one fumble really just kind of lost mm-hmm. them their game. So – uh, they'll patch it up and move on. Uh, Niners-Lions. Yeah. <laughs> this was an interesting game. Holy crap. I was watching this game live. Mm-hmm. And I was live tweeting this game. And Detroit, dude, I don't know what it is, what got into them in that fourth quarter, but they were on one. Like, straight up, what happened was they went down 38-10, to 10, right? Mm-hmm. They scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter or the third quarter, right? Uh, punt. Fourth quarter rolls around. They get a field goal. Uh, sorry, the uh, Niners get a field goal. So it's forty-one to seventeen at this point, right? With one minute and fifty-six seconds left in the game, they're down forty-one to seventeen at this point. By the way, yeah. Score a touchdown. Two-point conversion to T.J. Hawkinson. Great. Mm-hmm. Onside kick. Recovered. Six plays, 46 seconds, touchdown. Jared Goff to, I don't know this guy's name, by two, two t- t- touchdown. And then that same guy who I can't, I can't pronounce his name, two-point conversion, successful. Now they're down <laughs> 41 to 33. Onside kick again, fails. They need to run out the clock. There's like, like a minute left, right? They just need to run out like a couple things and a game over. Mm-hmm. They a third down. They're about to get the first down to end the game. Uh, just, I don't remember who punched the ball out, but I think it was uh, it was Trey Flowers. Literally mm-hmm. goes to tackle him, socks the ball out. That was that 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 was crazy. Then they went eight plays, drove almost they drove all the way down the field, and got to the twenty four yard line. And Jared Goff, Jared, Jared Goff's so line kind of crumbled on him. So. Uh, if they, it, if the Lions, moment. <laughs> if Lions straight up just don't start games slow, and their offense plays like that for the rest of the season, they could be fun. I agree. I, I liked what I saw from the Lions. I liked what I saw from the Niners. Jimmy G looked really good too. Surprisingly, Jimmy G looked really good. They were playing Trey yeah. Lance a significant amount too. They played him for one pass, I think. Did they? He didn't throw the ball. He threw the ball once. He's he not in the stat line. He's not in the stat line. He definitely threw a touchdown. Uh, he threw a touchdown. I know he did. Wait, why isn't he here? He threw a touchdown and he had three carries for two yards. Yeah, Trey Lance, touchdown. Why Why is he not in the th- Niners? Yo, NFL.com? <laughs> Come on, help me out, He's bro. The, He scored the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. You see my dog? She, she's just vibing. You see her? She's like, what's going on? What I you don't doing? see her. I'm not, well, you can't I'm, see her, I'm assuming, but I everyone will. else can see her. See, I'm she like, just jumped out. Oh, hey. Hello. What the dog doing? The dog is chilling. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, that was nuts. Debo Samuel? I know. Nine receptions, 189 yards. yards. Yes, he only had much. one touchdown. Dude, I don't know who Eli Mitchell is, but he, he popped off too. 19 carries, he's a, he's a rookie. Yards. He's a young guy, uh, which came off the Raheem Mostert injury, which, by the way, um, Raheem Mostert tweeted out a few hours ago. Oh, yeah, he's getting surgery. His, season, season surgery. his season's over. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. It's really rough. Season-ending knee injury. 
uh, knee surgery. So uh, hopefully he's healthy very soon. Um, but hope, uh, hopefully we'll see him back. Uh, we'll see him back yep. next season. I like Raheem Mostert. I think he's a good I like he's Raheem awesome Mostert a lot. Back. Yep. Uh, but Eli Mitchell is given an opportunity now, so we'll see how that goes. Yep. Um, and Jimmy G, 1725, 314 yards touching. He was slinging that thing. So we'll see how they uh, how they play out the rest of the season. The thing is, I think they're like as much as we gas up, the, the, their defense is good, right? I think what we do the Niners. Yeah, their defense is yes, like not terrible. They can't let teams do what they did to them, like the Lions did to them this season. They can't let other teams do that because other teams aren't the Lions, right? You're gonna you can't let explosive plays like that continuously be let up because yeah they, when I what I saw from them when they were about to lose the game was great right those last three downs but what I saw on that last drive for like the first like four four of those eight plays was like y'all might lose this football game now be, yeah like that's crazy so yeah Lions got a lot of heart though that's yeah. that was that was nuts. I was shook that they – I was like – I was rooting for them to win at that point. I was rooting for overtime. Like, I was like, yo, just do it. Yeah, that would have been exciting. Just, just do it. no idea. Just, just do it at this point. Like, Detroit? Who? Do it. Yeah, I know. I did not expect that from the Lions. I was very impressed with the Lions. Yeah, the 41-17, if they would have ended the game there, I would have been like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. 41-33 after that, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that was, a, that was actually a really fun game for the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, next up on the list, uh, Vikings Bengals, which went into overtime. How did you feel about this game? Uh, it was a good game. It was a solid game. Good, close game. Like we talked about during the week predictions that I feel like these are two teams that are kind of on par with each other. These are two like just sub 500 teams, I think, in my opinion. Right. And I think it looked good. Honestly, I liked a lot of the things I saw. I think the biggest takeaway that I had is that Joe Mixon is no longer a bum. The one year I don't draft him in fantasy, Joe Mixon had an insane day. That's about time, Near, right? uh, 29 carries for 127 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Tack on four receptions for 23 more yards. Joe, reception, uh, Joe Mixon, Joe reception. Joe Mixon Joe had a reception. fantastic day. Um, here was the, another big thing that I noticed. I count one, two, three, four, five sacks on Joe Burrow. Yeah. What did I tell you? What did I say about the O-line? What did I tell I mean, you? He's going to get beat up all he's... year. Like, that's just, that's just what's going to happen. But, but um, I, I like the things I saw from Jamar Chase as well, the rookie wide receiver. Yeah, I was going to say, Bengals. I have to apologize to the Bengals management. Obviously, going and get Jamar Chase, y'all knew what the heck y'all were doing. Five, I know. Five catches, 101 yards, and one touchdown. Dude, I was so close to, like, oh, Devontae Smith had the debut of the freaking day, and then freaking this guy. Yep. Like, sheesh. I know. It was very impressive. Um, very impressive. I, I don't think either of these two teams are good enough to make a run, but I am optimistic about these two teams being decent. You know, I, I feel like the Vikings and the Bengals, I think, are both going to end up playing spoiler at some point this year. Like, yeah, they're going to be like a team the, that Like, the should. Vikings or the Bengals is going to be the reason why, like, a team ends up being the – the three seed instead of the two seed. Right. You know, Someone's like going to beat an NFC West team and they're going to get dropped to like a six seed instead of winning their division or some stupid. Exactly. Like that. It's something stupid like that. Like I can see these teams being spoiler type teams, Exactly. but I don't think they're very good. I think they're decent. And I like a lot of their pieces. They're just they missing just, a bunch. Like, the Bengals really honestly are almost there in my opinion now. Like they're yeah. really close to being like a decent team. Like I think the thing stopping the Bengals is the fact that they're in the NFC, the AFC North, which is a very, very, very good division. Right. And that plus they don't have a really good O line. 
If they can get yeah. a really like if they can get a solid O line, pay an O line. I think Joe Burrow has the talent. Their wide receiver core with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd is really good. And if Joe Mixon plays like that, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a solid team. And their defense ain't half bad. No, not at all. Uh, I will say though that um, I did hear rumors that that last play that uh, Joe Burrow pass, uh, what's his face? The coach called a run, and Joe Burrow said nah in the huddle. <laughs> that's I heard Who rumors knows? about that. So if so, I, uh, like Joe Burrow my man do, Joe Burrow honestly. won them the football game. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say. Because if they were gonna run the ball, then yeah, coach a wimp, bro. Coward. <laughs> Um, next up on my, oh, Kirk Cousins. I wanted to say something about him before. Um, Kirk Cousins threw 49 passes and Dalvin Cook ran the ball 20 times. I, 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 that was so weird to me that he was able to throw 50, dang near 50 times and Dalvin Cook touched the ball 20 times still on the ground. I mean, yeah, the Vikings, they're fast. Controlled, the Vikings controlled the possession game. And, like, that's what we talked about. The Vikings are the consistent team. Yeah. That sounds like something the Vikings would do is con- is control the ball and, you know, play smart. Right. But the Bengals are scoring fast. Yep. And they don't need the time of possession. They're going to score a lot with the time that they do have. And it, pay- it ended up paying off for the Bengals. Like, genuinely, mm-hmm. this is a game that could have been a toss-up. It could have gone either way. Oh, yeah. Like, this was the hardest game, in my opinion, end. to predict this week. Both teams had a chance at the end. Yeah. Like, they each had the ball twice. Uh, three times for the Bengals, technically, but they at least twice. And yeah. Oh, oh, I remember Dalvin Cook. The fumble at the end—that was not a fumble, dude. My man's butt was on the ground. His whole booty yeah. cheeks, his booty cheeks were smushed <laughs> on that ground, and then the ball came out. Refs. Yeah. That's a bad. I understand that, like, undisputable evidence. Like, you have to be completely one hundred percent sure. And there were some, there were some weird angles, but like, I, I couldn't. I, I'd be the guy that overturned that. I'd be like, nah, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's on the ground. That's that's Vikings football. Yeah. So that could also be like in the in the history of bad calls, but it's like I'm not mad at them, you know? It is what it is. It's not all the refs' fault. Vikings could have yeah. done some better things. Anyway, uh, moving on to Jets Panthers. Um Panthers showed off a really cool graphic to start their season. Did you see the the forty or three D Panther? Yeah. That was dope. I know. That was super cool. I hope more teams do so stuff like that. Robbie Anderson's big-ass bear friend. Right. Um, but Sam Darnold, I think that's the, that's, the, that's the talk of the day. Yeah, he looked solid with the Panthers. Um, 24-35 to 79 with one touchdown. He didn't look bad. I mean, he didn't look like he was getting, I don't know, living in New York. Mm-hmm. Or Jersey, I suppose. But same idea. Sam Darnold looked like he wasn't playing for the Jets anymore. He looked like a decent NFL quarterback. Right, and I think he looked how we expected him to look, not playing for the Jets. Like, decent with good targets. Also, Christian McCaffrey didn't get hurt. Yeah, I know. It's a win. Christian McCaffrey was the Panthers' leading receiver and their leading rusher. Like He was their offense. Christian McCaffrey is the offense. Yes. When Christian McCaffrey's there, the Panthers always have a chance. And also, I need it to be known, I really love... That they have Terrace Howard, or I'm sorry, Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, I love him. I think he's a great receiver. Yeah, he's three a solid receptions, guy. 26 ca- uh, 26 yards. He didn't get in the end zone, but I think he is a solid receiver. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, I li- no, I like so a lot I of other things. Um, there was that one big play from Robbie Anderson that too. That was wild. That play it was yes. his only catch of the day. Mm-hmm. Fifty seven yards and tut- t- a tutty. Which and that was the only way, touchdown Robbie for Anderson Sam used to play for the Jets too. Yeah, the Jets really said, you I know what? Realize this. Yeah. 
Uh, the Panthers note, really just started taking the like the only few good players away from the Jets. That's <laughs> basically what happened. That's true. Side note: I'm looking at NFL.com for their stats. Right, I wanted to see how Zach Wilson did in his opening day, and the QB mm-hmm. stats aren't there. Um, I can see him. They, I hey. kid you not, they're just not there. Uh, I have Zach Wilson going 20 of 37 uh, for 258 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Yeah, that's a rookie. That's a good rookie. That's a better rookie. Day. I think that's day. better than Trevor Lawrence. Would you, yeah, if you throw less than three touchdowns, I think that's a good day. I don't care how many yards you throw for right. when you're throwing for three touchdowns, uh, three interceptions. Yeah, like two touchdowns and a, and a pick as opposed to three touchdowns, three picks. You only lost by five. I would take that. Kind of got blown out by the Texans. Like, uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Zach Wilson had a better day than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and Corey Davis, I told you this guy was going to pop off. Five receptions, 97 yards, two touchdowns. I knew I knew he was going to yes. play well. He's their best receiver. I think he's going to be a great target for Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. I was, I was looking forward to him playing for this team. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I'm just happy that Sam Darnold played well. Um, yep. like to see him. And Chris McCaffrey coming out balling out was really nice and robbie answers big yeah. play was insane that was such a cool play it was so beautiful it was like it was like x jets on the jets it was so, it was like yeah. the story was great oh uh, who is next uh that would oh, be right. cardinals titans yeah um cardinals cardinals and uh who yeah the cardinals kyler Murray i think the other the, the other team forgot to show up i think yeah uh, specifically, Kyler Murray played out of his God-given mind. Yes. Five total touchdowns, four of them on the air, one of them on the ground. Yeah, dude, Kyler Murray. Two of them insane. caught by DeAndre Hopkins, the other two by Christian Kirk. Yeah. Like, this was honestly a shellacking by the Cardinals. Yeah. Like, this is what I think I could see from the Cardinals, because when they're hot, they're hot. But yeah. when, they're, when they're low, they're low. Yeah. And I feel like the Titans are a good team, but they're not a great team anymore. I feel like... With mainly the loss of Arthur Smith, who was their offensive coordinator and is now the head coach in Atlanta, yeah, I feel like that's going to be a devastating loss for the Titans. And it showed, like, the Titans couldn't get anything going on the average Cardinals defense. Like, the average Cardinals defense looked really, really solid this week. Oh, um, um, Isaiah Simmons getting involved. Chandler uh, JJ Jones. Watt getting involved. Chandler Jones getting involved. Yeah, I picked a Cardinal to win Depoy, and I picked the wrong Cardinal. I meant, right. I meant to say Chandler Jones, not J.J. Watt. Yeah, okay. and Isaiah Simmons looked solid, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the team looked good. Mind. Yeah. The Cardinals just have, like, a, a fistful of dogs on defense. Mm. That's the Cardinals' defense. Agreed. Is they're, they're relying on their on their very, very, very good players to win them games on defense. But, I mean, the, the Cardinals just absolutely bullied the Titans. I count uh, 28 carries. For 118 yards between mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds and James Conner. Yep. On top of 289 yards on 21 completions from Kyler Murray. Oh, this is where this Conner went. An, he went to the Cardinals. That's a good pickup for them, I just realized. Yeah, this was an absolute shellacking by the Cardinals. Yeah, and the biggest thing for me is that I think some, I think just the Titans looked lackluster. Like, it's like, I don't know how else to put it. Like, I don't want to... Yeah. Again, this is me not trying to overreact. Because I think the Cardinals are... I'm not trying to take away from the Cardinals, right? I think the Titans realistically did beat the heck out of themselves. Like, if you look at how they were playing, Ryan Tannehill threw 21 passes or completed 21 passes on 35 attempts for 212 yards, touchdown, and interception. Right? Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, 17 carries, 58 yards. That's a great. That's great defense for me. That's great yeah. defense from the Cardinals. Okay. I agree. Um, the big thing though was their receivers. Chester Rogers led receivers in yards, four catches, 62 yards. I don't even know who that is. Okay. I don't either. Six targets. 
A.J. Brown was second. Four receptions, 49 yards, one touchdown, eight targets. Mm-hmm. Caught 50% of the targets. Julio Jones, three. 29 yards, three receptions, 29 yards, six targets. Half the targets. He also didn't, he didn't get his, like, eight receptions, like, seven receptions mm-hmm. that you would expect from Julio Jones. Like, yeah. That's the biggest thing to me. And they also fumbled twice. Um, Ryan Tannehill specifically. Uh, but, like, it's like you need to do better with your receiving core. If you've, you have such a strong offense, Julio, Brown, Henry, Tannehill, great players, do something with it. You can't mm-hmm. do what you did and get – like, you can get – I can understand being down early because we've seen the Titans down early and we've seen them actually make good plays to get back, right? And I think losing their offensive coordinator is huge. But what I, I won't say is it felt like they just didn't play up to mm-hmm. what I – I don't want to – like, I, not even the standard I was holding them to. Like, just their standard in general, right? Yeah. Like, they could not be a good team, but they look like they don't – they're not going to go – they're not going to win, like, eight games. Yeah, they looked the really bad. Not look good. I, think the, I think they'll win. I think they'll be right around, like, nine to ten wins. I think they're possibly a playoff team. But – I think basically what I learned is that I think that the Cardinals are better than I thought they were. I think the Cardinals are much better than I thought they were. Like, really, really off- offensively, I thought they were much better. Like, genuinely, the Cardinals could potentially be better than the Niners. I think I, I, I think so, too. Especially with that. Like, I mean, like, I don't want to overreact again, but that Lions game yeah. really made me actually doubt the char- Like, they won, and it made me doubt the Niners more. Yeah. I mean, you're dominating the, the Titans versus almost getting beat by the Lions. Right. Like, yeah, I feel like today I feel much better about the Cardinals than I do about the Niners. Yeah. I don't know if when all is said and done, the Cardinals will be a better team. Right. But it, I think it, that's potentially a conversation we could be having now. Yeah, we, I think we'll have to see come week like four, maybe six, how we're feeling. But right now it's like without trying to overreact that much, it looks interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, next up on the docket, we have – I think we're now getting into the uh, – the afternoon the, games, the, yep. The games right after the, all. yep. Uh, Browns Chiefs was insane. That was such a good game. Um, yes, Browns Chiefs was nutty good. So I saw, so uh, at the end, towards the end of the game, uh, there was a one play touchdown, Patrick Mahomes pass to uh, Tyreek Hill. It was the fourth quarter mm-hmm. uh, where they cut the lead down to two uh, because they just got scored on going into the um, fourth quarter. They At the end of the third quarter, the, Cleveland scored, and then going into the fourth quarter, just bomb Mahomes to Hill. And in the end, end of the end of the interview, uh, one of the reporters before he walks up was like, uh, "F it, Tyreek Hill's down there. So- Hill's down there somewhere, right?" And then he's like, "You know, I was just watching." Like Patrick Mahomes goes, over, "He's like, yeah, you know, I was just watching that play. He's kind of fast, so when you just, so, I mean, he's a little smaller, but he's so fast that you just throw it up there, and you know, he makes things happen." <laughs> it was funny, and it was like him acknowledging, "Yeah, I mean, it's true. Just okay, Tyreek's down yeah. there somewhere." <laughs> like exactly, yeah. Um. Kelsey put on a show today, but we expect that from him. What the real yep. the real win here today is, I expected the Chiefs to win the game. I did not expect the Browns to dang near win that game. No, the Browns were awfully close. And a lot of people are trying to pin that loss on Baker. That loss is not on Baker. There's so much, like, small micro things that happened during that game to why the Browns yeah. lost. It's not on Baker. Baker Dude, was a part of it. You yes, want to know Baker what lost them that the game? Reason. You want to know the biggest reason they lost that game? Their defense became lazy. Towards the mm-hmm. end, they were playing really well, and then they got lazy. And then that um, dropped punt. When they dropped the punt, dude had to run it, and it gave the Chiefs amazing field position, and they scored. That. You don't do that? You don't do that? Guess what? You pin them back, you got to force them to actually drive up the field and yeah. score on you. 
So, my yeah, humble I mean, opinion, this that's was, what happened. First half was all Browns, second half was all Chiefs. Yeah, and absolutely. It, it was a solid game. Like, genuinely, like, in my opinion, this is the AFC Championship. I think these are the two best teams in the AFC. We'll see, because the and, Bills could be a little bit better than I expect them to be. Because this is a game, I mean, we, yeah, I don't know. Potentially. I actually I mean, think it's more of a toss-up than I what, thought it was going to be. Because I was yeah, very set on certain things. This is what I predicted as the AFC Championship game was Chiefs-Browns. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's a great potential matchup. I think it's very possible. Yeah. We'll see. If the Browns are actually very talented. And I'm very happy that they're as talented as they are. Uh, the only yeah. thing is I think Baker needs to, like 21 for 28, 321 yards. That's a great day, right? He yeah. didn't score. And his one interception was end of game. Which sucks. Because it came in the worst possible moment. Right. But he had a pretty darn good day, if I do say so myself. Yeah. So hopefully he can result in some touchdowns. I think he has a very strong chance to do have a, a very big recovery game next week. So we'll see how it goes. Yep. Uh, next up, right. Dolphins-Patriots, which was also a very good game. And weird. it was a weird ending, if I wasn't, mis- if I wasn't mistaken. Yeah, it was odd. I don't remember exactly what happened, but oh, I know it here was it, weird. Yeah, I see it. Okay, so third quarter, touchdown to open it for the Dolphins. Field goal, two field goals. Nick Folk is their kicker, which is hilarious. Um, so they were 17-16. Uh, fourth quarter, they're just starting to drive. Tua throws a pick. It's picked off. Uh, then they fumbled. My dog is zooming. Holy crap. It's <laughs> moving. Uh, Xavier Howard at Miami 9. So they drove all the way up the field into the 9-yard line, and they forced a fumble, and Dolphins ran out of the clock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, chalk it up to a turnover. I think the Patriots looked much cleaner than I expected them to look. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones look looked Dolphins great. Look good. Now, you want to talk about rookie quarterbacks having a good first day. Mac Jones had the best one of all, my humble opinion. Oh, yeah, Michael McCorkle Jones. Michael McCorkle Jones, the GOAT. Uh, 29-39, 281 yards, a touchdown. Damian Harris on the ground, 23 carries, 100 yards. Uh, I've been complaining about the receiving core for the the, uh, Patriots. And my boy Nelson Aguilar had five (laughs) catches for 72 yards and a touchdown. I saw that touchdown play, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to hear about that in the podcast, aren't I? (laughs) Oh, yes, you are. Yes. I mean, the Patriots receiver core is definitely not the strength of their team, but it's solid enough. It's yeah, decent it's enough. It works. The Patriots O-line is one of the best in the league. It's the best I've, I've seen in New England in my lifetime, even when all those years with Tom Brady. Right. Like, even that 17 and or that 18 and one uh, season. Yep. I think this O-line is better than that. Yeah. No, their O-line's insane. With a solid running back core with Damian Harris and James White. And James White is a veteran of the Belichick system. He only ran the ball four times. Yeah, caught the ball, caught six, the ball times. six times on seven targets. So like, yeah, that's, that's what James White does. Yeah, so he's he's a he's an Alvin Kamara type. Dump it off to Alvin to to James White, and he'll go pick up some yards. I don't think he's as talented as Alvin Kamara, but that's kind of the style they use him in. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a decent enough chance that he's going to have more catches than he does carries in a given game. Yeah, no, like I I I like the Patriots and I like what they're doing. Mac Jones looks solid. Um, it, it I mean, this was a game of inches. And the Dolphins just, I think, ended up having a few more. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and like Tua, uh, Jalen Waddle caught his first touchdown pass of the season, uh, career. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this week, four, four, he had four catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown. I think he looked clean. Uh, Tua, 
I think he needs to clean up a little bit. Like I felt like it was it was it was like it wasn't a terrible day, but I feel like if you want to continue, like you got to keep moving forward, just mm-hmm. a little bit more, just a tad bit better, just a little cleaner, yeah. and you're good. Just a little cleaner. That one pick kind of sucked, but it, at the end of the day, you got the win, right? So. Yes. All right, moving on to my honestly my favorite game of the week, and not even because it's the Giants lost. Game. Not even because the Giants lost, right? That's <laughs> because I was shook. Denver Broncos at MetLife Stadium taking on the New York Football Giants. 27-13 win. I want to hear it from the Broncos fan himself. What, First of all, this happened? might as well have been a 27-7 game. The, there was a touchdown scored at like the end of the game, and you don't have to kick the extra point anymore. Oh, you don't? Like, they don't make you do well it anymore? Been, That's fine. Yeah, they don't make you do it anymore. If it doesn't matter. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this game might as well have been 27-7. This might as well have been a shellacking from the Broncos. Which it was. Um, Teddy looked good, and then there was that big, 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 big run from Melvin Gordon. Those were definitely the key play, the key instances. The defense was solid as well. Um, I believe they sacked Daniel Jones, I think, like, oh, it's twice. Von Miller had two sacks this game. You know, Von Miller doing Von Miller things. Uh, Yeah, Von Miller looking great off of that injury. I know. Set out, whatever he did. They they stopped Saquon Barkley. Like Daniel Saquon Barkley went ten for twenty six, and that's what we said was going to be the difference maker. Yep. Was could the Denver Broncos stop Saquon Barkley? And, and they, they did. Stopped him. They stopped. They stopped Saquon Barkley. And Daniel Jones, you know, he had a decent day throwing the ball, but not a great day. No. And I think that was ultimately the difference maker. And I was, think he had a fumble or two that game. Yeah, there was a lot of fumbles on both sides. Yeah, like uh, that, that was the biggest problem. Was honestly fumbling mm. from both teams. I think it was just one fumble each lost. Yeah. But um, here's my biggest concern right now with the Broncos. They placed Jerry Judy on IR officially. Yeah, but I think he's they not going to be out for a super crazy amount of time. I think it's like five Ronald or six Darby on, on IR. Oh, well, Ronald Darby's always on IR, so that shouldn't be news. Right, exactly, but still. That the Ronald Broncos Darby did play sec- really well. I was very proud of the him. The Broncos secondary can recover yeah. because they have – a ridiculously good secondary. I'm worried about the receiving core without Jerry Judy. How long do they? How long is he going to be out? Do they say Jerry Judy? Yeah. I haven't seen exactly. I will say though, I saw, I heard that he suffered a high ankle sprain, which it is significantly yeah. better than the injury I thought he was going to have. Yes, because I thought um, his ankle was shot. He said it's he's out for three weeks. That will be week to week, so probably like four to five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, four to five weeks makes perfect sense. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, that's I look at Darby fine too. in my humble opinion. Ronald Darby sucks. I think Ronald Darby is a good cornerback, honestly, when he's healthy. When he's and he's very rarely healthy, and that's what sucks. Yeah, um, he's out for at least uh, three weeks, yeah. and Pat Sertain is expected to start over. Wow. Over Ronald Darby, yeah. Nice. I mean, that's a good. That's good. good. Sertain's getting and if there's the a team to do it. It's right. the Jags. Oh, that's true. You guys played the Jags so, this week, so that's that's good. Oh my gosh, you guys no. can start two and zero, oh. <laughs> convincingly Maybe. too. I know it's gonna be crazy. Nobody saw that shit coming. I certainly didn't. Not at all. That's but, uh, nuts. the Broncos look decent. Like genuinely, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about the Broncos. Yeah, no, Teddy looked amazing. Looking. Yeah, I thought Teddy looked, looked so good. The thing that made me happy, um, first and foremost, though, I saw some very very dirty stuff from from the New York Giants. Uh, they they were they were it was the we're taking out Teddy if that's the last thing we're gonna do they were assaulting my man Teddy Bridgewater yeah they were 
They were playing very violently. Yeah, they were <laughs> abusing him. Like they hit him one time, and I, it was like that that when he was on the Saints or whatever, and they like took his head. Like it looked like he took his head off, and he was like unconscious, or was the Vikings, whatever team he was on. That was when that. he was on the Vikings. That was yeah. the, that was the game that like Teddy Bridgewater stopped being Teddy Bridgewater. Missed, like two, he missed like two years. Yeah, he stopped being Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Um, but he looked really good. Two touchdowns, two sixty-four mm-hmm. yards, twenty out of thirty-six, only eight incompletions. Yeah. We were talking about Jalen Hurts having only the same, same very similar stat line. Like, good yeah. game from Teddy. Good you game know from Teddy. didn't look good? Who? As we're moving on, is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, as we go on to the next week of quarterbacks who didn't look good. But you know who looked – I felt like this game you was flipped. did look good. You know Mr. Jameis, you know eat that W, you, crab legs, Winston. My man know looked who, godly. You know be winning the NFL MVP if it was handed out after the end of week one? Jameis, freaking Winston. hold that W, eat that W, Winston, because he is insane that week, dude. I know. Like, the Saints absolutely torched the pass. 38-3? I, I did not see this coming. Dude. Nah. No, I saw the score. It was like 24 to like, I think it was 24-3 at one point, and I was shook. Like, I was yeah. shook at that point. I was like, what's what's going on? Aaron Rodgers had two pretty bad picks, only threw for 133 yards, 15 to 28. Like, the, the Packers looked terrible. not good. No, they looked terrible. No, I'm not even going to say it. They looked atrocious. Um, yeah. If you want my honesty, though, I think the biggest deal is that Aaron Rodgers offseason. It was the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams offseason, and that really kind of screwed with, like, practice time, and that really screwed with preseason planning and all that stuff because, they, I like, are they going to have to play without Aaron Rodgers? Are they going to play with Aaron Rodgers? Are they going to have to play without Devontae Adams? I'm – they got blown out, right? They, they got yep. torched. They got smoked. The Saints gave them the smoke, right? Yes. The thing that – I'm not – I'm thinking slightly less of the Packers, but I'm not overreacting. I think they're a garbage team, okay? I think they very well could still very well win their division, and – it not be too hard, my opinion. No, it's. I mean, they have the advantage of uh, everyone else the, losing in the division. Yeah. Well, they have the advantage of the Lions not being good, the Vikings not being good, and the Bears not being good. Right. And, and the only team I could see them competing with is the Bears, and the Bears mm-hmm. are middle of the pack, in my opinion. They have a chance to make playoffs, but like, I don't know. Unless the Packers keep looking like this, then we're going to have uh, NFC East last year situation on our hands, if you want my honest opinion. Potentially. Um, this could be a bad division. Uh, but if the, if the Packers aren't good, like the NFC North is not good. Yeah. The thing that I think more so proved to me this week than anything else is that I need to hop on the Saints train. Because, again, I'm not trying to overreact, but my Lord, did they look like Jameis Winston looked like a five-star caliber quarterback. Yeah, I like the Saints this week. They looked, honestly, a lot better than I was expecting. I was expecting them to struggle. I was expecting them to lose because I thought the Packers were that good. But I think the Packers are a little bit too dramatic, and the Saints are much better than I thought they were. Absolutely. So I'm going to give the Saints their props because Jameis Winston, he is. I'm not playing with you right now. I'm not throwing you the ball. Stop. The um, Jameis Winston looked like a quarterback. Who, mm-hmm. like he was on the Bucks. Like honestly, if you take away those thirty interceptions, like uh, not all of them, right? But if you take away the fact that he threw thirty interceptions and you just look at everything else, the dude had an amazing year that year, right? Thirty touchdowns, had like five thousand, like a no, nutty he a, season. He had a great year. James right. Winston was a solid quarterback in Tampa. Yeah, he just wasn't. He you just know, it wasn't. He wasn't Tom Brady, right? But now he's on his own team. He's doing his own thing. Like this dude can ball. And if he's yeah. five touchdowns, zero picks. That's the big number for me. Zero interceptions, 14 passes. 
Literally almost half of his passes completed were fucking touchdowns. Over a third of his passes were touchdowns. He, and he, he only he threw for 148 yards. Like, what? Yeah. Without it's, Mike Thomas. I know. It's pretty crazy. Like, oh, man. New Orleans. Y'all got, y'all got, y'all, something's cooked. Some, y'all put something in the gumbo that morning. I don't know what, dude. <laughs> y'all got something cooking. I'm excited. <clears throat> I hope they yeah, fall out too. the rest of the season. I am, I am thoroughly hopping on the Saints train. Unfortunately, yeah. they, who do they play this week? They play someone. The Saints play the Panthers. Panthers. Oh, never mind. Unfortunately, I want to choo-choo Saints. Who dat? Who dat? Because I'm, oh, uh, who dat? My dog's saying who dat? Who dat? Look at her. Look at her. She's like, what's up? What's up? What's up? We're, me and Chris were like, we gotta Who buy our Eagles jersey, and put it on our like yeah. one of the pink ones. Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. Uh, next up, we're heading on to the primetime games. The other two primetime games of the week, we have mm-hmm. Sunday Night Football Bears at SoFi. SoFi was amazing, beautiful, and was popping. Uh, it was popping. Bears at Rams. Bears looked good. I want you to know the Bears looked amazing. Okay, and this is where I'm gonna you say this. The, ba- the Bears. Listen, just listen to what I'm gonna say. Okay, just trust All me. Right. Trust I'll the process. Bears looked amazing for the first 30 seconds of that football game. <laughs> like, the kick return? Nuts. Yeah. That run the by drive. Montgomery? Nuts. Finish the drive? drive? Interception by Andy Dalton. I was like, you've got to be kidding me, Bears. I had hope for y'all. And I'm in Chicago. So, like, there's two bars around me. You heard, like, the hype, and then you heard just the air suck out of the entire city. I swear. <laughs> it was like, dude, what? It was crazy. Here's Some, the thing, though. I did like the two thing. I did like what the two play, the few plays that they did throw Justin Fields in. He looked really good. He looks clean. I don't know why they just don't play him at this point. Like, give him a give him a chance. Like it, we said it though. He's they're not going to give him a chance for a couple weeks. If they're going to give him a chance, it's going to be like what happened with Carson Wentz and uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts last year. You know. I agree. So and it's just frustrating because I think he's really solid, really really solid. Um, and I, I will give him his props. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, the Bears, I think they can look clean, but you know what? It's hard to beat a team that we think is a Super Bowl contender because they are. They, they showed up mm-hmm. and made those plays. Like, the Rams played amazing. Yeah. Matt Stafford looks so comfortable in the system, it's not even fair. I know. Matt Stafford was solid, and I'm, I'm very impressed with with the Rams and what, they, and what Matt Stafford was able to do with that offense. Right. Like... I'm not, I mean, we're not trying to overreact quite yet, but I, I genuinely, I think the Rams are a Super Bowl contender. No, no, no. We said that before the season started. I'm not trying to overreact to that. That is a, that is an assumption. And we're not the only ones I've seen, um, podcasts and stuff like, uh, you know, do you know who MMG is? He's a YouTuber, Madden YouTuber. Sounds familiar. He's a Madden YouTuber and he does, he did his predictions. He said the Rams are Super Bowl contenders, his eyes. Uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, Pat McAfee. I like, I love watching it. I love watching his podcast. Mm-hmm. He is Pat a McAfee's good guy. Yeah. Rams are Super Bowl contenders. Like he, they, everyone is on the, we are on the Rams train. Trust me. The Rams are a solid team. <laughs> like if they could go to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff and pretty much bring back better players and then have mm-hmm. Matt Stafford instead, like that's a contender team. That's a contending yeah. team. So. So, under Sean McVay, oh gosh, yeah, that seems disgusting. Right? I know. It's it's so much fun. That seems not fair. I, I will live and die by that team. That's crazy. Uh, but I, I think the Rams showed out in SoFi, as they were supposed to, right? They did their yep. job. Uh, speaking of teams with their really big home openers, uh, Raiders, Monday Night Football, 
We right? what kind of sort of watched that week. game together. We were playing D&D last night, and I had the game on in the background, and I muted because I was reacting. Like, they, they, my reactions yes. were like, what the? What is happening? This was the game of the week, in my opinion. Oh, this was no so doubt. much fun. No doubt. <laughs> Remember at the beginning, like, beginning of the week, America's game of the week, Packers versus Saints. Right? Imagine. <laughs> That's what it was. It was America's Imagine. game of the week. <laughs> I know. Imagine. Oh, my God. No, this was insane. This game this was, was an insane game. out of this world. Raiders insane. end up beating the Ravens 33-27 to 27 in, overtime. in overtime on Monday Night Football. In Allegiant. What a game. In Vegas. Yeah. It um, was impressive, genuinely. So, how this game went down, right? The fourth quarter was a bloodbath, okay? Third quarter, only score that came out of third quarter was a field goal. Fourth quarter, no, no. overtime. Third quarter was, was, third quarter a, was a dud. Bloodbath. There was a fumble. Ravens fumbled. The, they, Raiders forced a fumble on the Ravens because the Ravens should have been able to like close the game out, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Should have been able to drive down that field, close the game out. Fumble. No. My dog is trying to go under my desk because she wants her ball. <laughs> eh, eh, okay. There. What Just, is the dog doing? Causing trouble. Doing? What else is the dog? What, else, what doesn't the dog do? She wants me Valid. to play fetch with her. <laughs> but after the podcast, I'll play with you, okay? I promise. <laughs> we um, got stuff to do. Um. Uh, so force the fumble, right? Then they go up and score yep. in five plays. 41 yards, five plays. Good job. But 75-yard drive, touchdown by the Ravens. Great drive. Mm-hmm. Right? Good job. Derek Carr comes down and does the same thing. Touchdown. No, ma'am. Yeah. Stop playing with my desk. Uh, then Ravens, field goal. Then super quick, by the way, like 35 seconds they had on the clock. And Raiders came down and scored. Like they came mm-hmm. down and scored very quickly. They got that field goal to tie the game. Daniel Carlson proved shut me up and scored very effective, like got a good field goal in. Uh, then they nail go to OT. Now overtime was nuts. Yes, overtime was crazy. Raiders drive all the way up the field. They get a big play, reach across the goal line, game over. Everyone's celebrating, going wild. I was mm-hmm. like, no shot. He just did that to him. Yeah. And then it was it was called back. It was half a yard short, and it was it was he was knee was down. Yeah, right? it was pretty clearly, but yeah. Um, then they throw a pick. <laughs> I know, like that's insane. Then the that's Ravens start to drive, to do, and then Ray- Lamar Jackson fumbles. I know that's and such then, a Ravens thing to do. And then the Raiders get make call one play. Get up the field a little bit. Go to put the field goal team out. Add a timeout. Delay a game. So they bring the offense back to get it a little closer for Daniel Carlson. And instead, Derek Carr's like, no, I feel like ending the game now. Throws a lob. Touchdown to yeah. Jones. Game. He called game in a leech. That was a, what a game, dude. What yeah. a game, bro. Uh, Derek Carr looked elite. I'm not going to cap. Derek Carr looked like he was playing out of his mind. 56 attempts. Uh, was a little high in my opinion. But he threw for 435 yards. So, Yeah, I mean. He does. Say he less. do what he do. Say less. Uh, yeah. Josh Jacobs only touched the ball twice, but or I'm sorry, ten times, but he scored twice out of that. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller looked out of his world. Ten receptions, 105 yards, and I'm not even going to discredit the Ravens. The Ravens played amazing. Like they played really mm-hmm. good football. Uh, the overtime could have been a little bit more to be desired. Their defense looked a little lackluster and tired, and their offense just didn't couldn't get it going. Uh, Ravens felt uh, Raiders felt like they had more in the tank when it came to OT. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, 19-30, yeah. 235 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. He fumbled the ball, I think, twice this game, but he had 12 carries for 86 yards, right? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that came out of this game is their lack of running backs showed. If they would have had running backs, I felt like like oh, one of their running backs didn't die this offseason. They would have um, yeah. 
They would. I think they would have controlled the game a lot better because you could yeah, see think, that they had a pass. I think they like certainly they missed. Long. Yeah, they certainly missed their running back core. They certainly missed. Um, who else? Uh, Marcus Peters. Yeah, that's a big one because like Derek Carr was able to do things like you. You honestly throw don't like think. throw four hundred thirty-five yards. Yeah, you don't. You do think he wouldn't do otherwise? So yeah. I, I'm having a tough time giving the Ravens more props, and I'm really sad that that, that injuries is what's gonna gonna shoot them in the in the foot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do think this the pickup of Le'Veon Bell is going to help them a lot. Um, I agree. I, I like just the hope of Bell that he plays and this week. Of, um, Latavius Murray. Yeah, and they Latavius Murray Freeman too. Yeah, I think their running back core just got really solid. Um, none of them are going to stay at the end of the year, in my opinion. I think J.K. Dobbins no. is, the, is the running back, and who, who mm-hmm. Gus Edwards? I think they're better. Like they're yeah, solid players. Um, but we saw Sammy Watkins play like old Sammy Watkins. It was weird. Four receptions, mm-hmm. ninety-six yards. Nice. Uh, Marquise Brown had six receptions for sixty-nine yards and a touchdown. Also nice. Uh, you know, it was good. It was a good week for like it was a good week. They just lost two fumbles. If Lamar Jackson held on to the football just a little bit more, that, that they could have very well won that football game. So mm-hmm. that's all it was. Little mistakes that they could clean up, and I think they just missed the fact that they don't have running backs and no Marcus Peters, who is their I wanna say their best cornerback, but like it's kind of a toss up between him and uh Marlon Humphrey, you know? Yeah. Because they're both really good cornerbacks. They're both solid. So Raiders just balled out. They they had more in the tank at the end of the game. Derek Carr yep. played elite, and that's all. That's all I have to say. I think the Raiders yep. could surprise some teams. They could. They could play. I think they could play spoiler like we uh, like some other teams. So we'll see. Yeah. But with that, that was the week. That was week one. Let's talk some week two predictions. Re- oh, real quick before we go into the two. predictions, right? Sure. Everyone, if you play in a West division, you won this week. Did you right. notice? Everybody Did you in the see NFC that? West, everybody in the AFC West is one and zero. Yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. Um, and wasn't there an entire division that lost? Too? The NFC North: Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings all lost. All lost. And then in the South, everyone but the Texans lost, which was wild. And then East, everyone but the Dolphins lost. Uh, in the East, over in NFC, everyone but the Eagles lost. Uh, yay! And then the Bengals and Brown, uh, the Bengals and Steelers are the ones with the wins that week. You know, the two teams that. Mm-hmm. We expect it to finish third and fourth. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how the rest of the season goes because we can't overreact, right? It's 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 week one, but yeah. it's really fun to look at. Uh, the Saints, man, I just uh, that's crazy. Yeah, they were one of the most impressive parts of week one. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a look at some week two matchups now. I am very excited. Uh, first and foremost, Thursday night football coming up. You guys will probably see this Wednesday night. I hope. If not, obviously tweet out the Thursday game. Uh, yeah. Thursday night football, Giants at football team, a division rivalry, a game that we know we're going to have to watch. A little shocked it's on primetime so early, no cap, but it is what it is. Um, yep. How do you feel about this game? Uh, this is an interesting matchup because I feel like we're talking about a good Giants offense and a good Washington football team defense. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a solid matchup, and it does feel weird that this is like a week two Thursday game. Like this feels yeah. like it should be a little bit more significant, you know? Like this feels like a Saturday afternoon kind of game. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, game. It, it, I think it's a solid matchup though, and I think it's going to be interesting because I think the Giants and Washington are both kind of in weird transitional phases right now. Agreed. Um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um, here's my thing though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me the Giants to win this game. I I just thought about switching my pick. 
mm-hmm. from football team to Giants because it's like I picked, I switched it about three minutes ago. I think I think I've I've been contemplating it for a while because uh, since Ryan Fitzpatrick's hurt, it's really weird for me to on exactly on a short week. Yeah, and like that's the thing that kills me. The thing is, is that like if the Chargers O line can hold. Can the Giants O-line hold? I mean, Giants O-line is a little bit worse. Yeah. But, but Saquon. But Saquon. Mm. I don't know. This is a tough call. Gosh, the more I think about it, the more I want to switch back to Washington. I I'm think, sticking to my guns. I'm going to stick to my Giants. guns. I'm going to go football team. I'm going to stick yeah, to my guns. I'm going to go Giants. Um, and the reason being, I think I think the D-line is going to recover and play better. Hey. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So you're taking Washington. I'm taking the Giants. We're starting off opposites this week. Fun. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think the D line is going to be the deciding factor. I think it's it's either what the biggest factor of this game is D line versus Saquon Barkley. That is going to be the matchup mm-hmm. of the week. If that if that if that's yeah. the matchup of the game, if that's how, if that matchup goes in either favor, that's who's winning the football game, in my opinion. Because I think Taylor Heineke can ball when he needs mm-hmm. to. Like he low key almost won a playoff game for them last year. <laughs> like right, he almost beat Tom Brady. Let's talk about it, right? So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, moving on, Patriots at Jets. So, this is the second divisional matchup for the Patriots in yep. the AFC East already. This time it's in MetLife Stadium playing the Jets. Um, I think the Patriots win this game. I agree. I'm not quite ready to commit to trusting the Jets. Y- neither am I. I think I liked what I saw. I liked a handful of things that I saw against the Panthers. Yeah. I'm not ready to commit to the Jets are going to win a football game or win a, a few football games. I think the Patriots have a better defense than the Panthers do, and yeah. I think that Zach Wilson is going to kind of struggle as a rookie. I think Mac Jones might actually – I yeah. didn't ever think I would say this – tear apart thing, a defense this week, you know? If, there's, if I could pinpoint a single group of people who struggle against Bill Belichick, it's rookie quarterbacks. Yep. Yeah. Exactly, and Zach Wilson is uh, coming into this game, and he's he might he's probably going to struggle this week, in my opinion, especially with the corners that they have. Like that's yeah. not fair. So I'm going Patriots so, too. Yeah, I'm going Patriots as well. All right, Broncos at Jags. Mm-hmm. Uh, this so, one's an easy one for me. Honestly, I, I think it's an easy one like, as well. The Broncos proved that they can ball out, in my opinion. I think the Broncos looked impressive week one. I think the Jags do not. I Plain don't have a reason to believe the Jags would win this game. Yeah, if you so, lose yeah, to the Texans, the Broncos then... To beat the Jaguars. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Broncos. You can't lose to the Texans free. and expect me to pick you. Yeah. Sorry, free. Especially yeah. against the Broncos. Free real estate. Yeah. Broncos right, are clean. Bills at Dolphins, the other AFC East division matchup. Uh, this one is actually a little bit closer than I want to give it credit for. Because you asked me, you asked me a week ago. This game is pretty easy. To yeah, I would have me. picked Bills in a heartbeat, like no yeah. questions asked. I actually had to think a little bit harder about this one because I feel like the Dolphins aren't a bad. Like I don't think they're a bad football team, right? But I don't think they're the Bills. No. Right. The problem is that the Bills lost to the Steelers. I think. I think what's going to happen is Bills are going to patch up. Josh Allen's going to look like uh, MVP quarterback that we expect him to, and I think they win this football game on the road. Problem I is, agree. it's in Miami. That's only that's another versus scary the thing. Steelers, versus the Steelers, I think the Bills win most of the time. Yeah. I'm genuinely thinking like that Steelers game is a fluke and I'm hoping that it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that they can beat the Dolphins, and I agree with you. I think the Bills win this game. If the Bills lose this game, we're gonna have to I think we have to early start talking about what the heck's wrong with the Bills. Yeah. Um next up, Niners at Eagles. Eagles uh, at home for the first time this season. 
So this game is, this is actually more cl- like last in, in my pickums. I picked the Niners to win this football game, like initially. Mm-hmm. Um, this game after week one becomes a lot closer than I expected it to be. Just just so we're clear, even if I pick the Niners here, I think this game is much closer than I thought it was going to be. I agree. The biggest the biggest thing for me and how this game is going to play out is will uh, is the Niners defense going to fold like they did last week or can the Eagles defense keep up with the Niners offense can they that's get to Jimmy the G thing can they keep can they get to Jimmy G cuz that's the biggest thing in my opinion the Niners defense is not the Falcons defense no it's not not even Two a little bit entirely different beasts see the thing is we also but the offense is like really good like they i think the Falcons have a stacked offense and mm-hmm. held them 6 points right i don't think you're going to do that against the Niners i think they're going to get like one of those field goals is probably a touchdown, right? Maybe a field, maybe a field goal, but they're probably going to get one of those touchdowns because they have George Kittle. The biggest, I think, one of the biggest situations though is that there's no Raheem Mostert, and that was someone that torched us when we played the Niners last year. So we beat the Niners last year. There was no Jimmy G. George Kittle played. Mostert played. I think it was. I don't remember who their backup was at the time. Um. We also threw a lot of picks. If we can stay mistake-free, I think the Eagles win this game. I'm going to pick the Eagles to win this football game at home. I'm going to agree with but you. But I think it's very close. Like, that is a really t- big toss-up. It's very close, and I- I'm going to agree with you. I think the Eagles were really impressive week one. I think the 49ers were a little bit less impressive, and I'm going to ride the hot hand. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Nick Sirianni's debut was honestly, like— uh, he shook. He shocked me, dude, and I was not mentally ready for that. So it was like the "Don't do that, don't give me hope" meme. Like uh, Rams at Colts. Poor Colts, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm going Rams. Poor Colts. I don't even indeed. need to say I'm anything going, else. I mean, I just got done telling you how I think the Rams are a Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. I'm going with the Rams to beat the Colts. Yeah, yeah, the Colts just got torched by Tyler Lockett. Like, I'm scared for what Matt Stafford's about to do to these boys. Yeah. Uh, Steel- right. Raiders at Steelers. So this one, I think, is close. Actually, too. yeah, it's much closer than I would have said last week. These are two. These are two one and zero teams who are expecting to be zero and one. Yes, agreed. This game is a lot closer, and if I'm basing it off of what I saw from the Steelers versus the Bills and what I saw with the Raiders versus the Ravens, mm-hmm. I feel like I should be taking the Raiders here. I think the Raiders looked much more impressive than the Steelers did mm-hmm. in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Steelers here, though, mm-hmm. because I think the Steelers' defense is way, way, way too much for the Raiders. Yeah. I think the Ravens' defense is not the Steelers' defense, especially without Marcus Peters. Agreed. So, yes, I'm going to go with the Steelers to win this I'm game. Going, I'm going with the Steelers, too, this week. Uh, I think for the same reason. I think their defense is just significantly better, and I don't think Derek Carr is going to throw for 435 yards. Because mm-hmm. he, had to, he threw for 435 yards, and they won in overtime. And I don't think... Yeah. I don't think you're going to see – like, Ben Roethlisberger is not a scrambler, so you're not going to see, like, three fumbles from the quarterback. I hope. So, (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Bengals at Bears. Chi-Town is getting their first home game of the season. What are we feeling? Um, Here's the thing. I think the – I think I overestimated the Bears. They look really not good against the Rams. The problem is, is I can't give them. I, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt 
only mm-hmm. because they played against a team that we think is potentially going to the Super Bowl, right? That's a team that yeah. should do what they did. Like, if you're playing a middle-of-the-pack team, you should do what you did to that team. Yeah, I agree. So, I think this is a little bit of an upset prediction. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm not mad at you because I almost went with the Bengals. I'm going to go I'm gonna go right now my hometown team, Chi-Town. So, we'll see. Yep. Okay. Texans at Browns. Do we have to talk about this We one? don't. But I, I swear if the Browns lose this football game. I swear if the Browns lose this football game. Yeah, the Browns lose this football game. We're concerned about the Browns. We're concerned about the Texans. Like, what kind of no, – we're, 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 how we're, are the Texans cheating? Yeah, we're trying to figure out what PEDs they're on at this point. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what, what did they kind of sp- what kind of spygate, deflategate bullshit the Texans are Yeah, because instead of, like, puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lungs, they're puncturing every muscle he has. That's that's all. Yeah, with, yeah with, with, with enlargement juice. <laughs> Something. I'm picking the Browns, <laughs> but I, am picking I the Browns, swear yes. if the Browns lose this football game <laughs> – I'll be yeah. All right, uh, Saints and Panthers. Oh, uh, this was actually surprisingly easier for me. I think Jameis Winston just torched the Packers. He's about to torch the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going Saints I, uh, on the road. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Saints as well. I mean, I'm I'm riding the hot team here. Yeah, no. I think the Saints look much more impressive. Jameis Winston for MVP. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. So I'm gonna go with the Saints. All right, Vikings at Cardinals. Uh, we want to talk about uh, hot same hands. Exact logic. Same exact logic. Yeah, I'm we're riding the hot hands. I'm going Cardinals. Yeah, the same logic. I think the Cardinals are playing. Played out of their mind against a better team in the Titans. Uh, the Vikings are coming off a, I think, a disappointing L because they could have very well won that first game. Uh, it's going to be really hard to beat Arizona in Arizona right now. So, yeah. Uh, Falcons at Bucks. Uh, we don't pick the Falcons. Come on, we don't pick the Falcons on this. <laughs> we don't pick the Falcons on this podcast. So I'm picking the Bucks. Bucks over here too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Titans at Seahawks. Um, um, this was a little bit tougher for me, but I actually am I going agree. Seahawks because I think I'm going Seahawks too. I think Russell Wilson is just. If you're getting cooked up by Ty- Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson is like Kyle, uh, older, wiser Kyler Murray with a little bit less legs now. Yeah. So, unless Derrick Henry Seattle. runs for 200 yards, it's going to be tough for y'all. In Seattle, too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. With fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's uh, I don't know. The Titans looked rough last week. I have a hard time believing that they'll beat the Seahawks, who I think are better than the Cardinals. Yeah. I think the Titans will recover week like three where they play the Colts. I think they'll have a better game mm-hmm. then. But... This week it's really tough. Really tough. Yep. All right. Cowboys at Chargers in SoFi Stadium. Whoo! This is actually a fun game. I think the I Cowboys agree. are a better team. Plain and simple. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna stutter. I'm not gonna say it. I'm picking the Chargers to win this game. <laughs> I disagree with you. I think the Chargers are the better team. That's why I'm picking really? the Chargers okay. to win this game. I think Cowboys are. I think Dak is insane. The problem is, is mm-hmm. they, if they can feed Zeke, I think they could beat them. Yeah. I just the Chargers look. Clean, like they won. It was a mm-hmm. good, clean win against Washington, who a team we thought we were gonna, they were gonna lose to. It was clean, and if again, O line holding. I don't think the the Cowboys defense can keep up with the Chargers. The problem is, can the Chargers defense keep up with the Cowboys offense? Because their offense is explosive if if they're yeah. hot. So Sunday night football, yeah. honestly, is supposed to be game of the year. Like straight up, no questions asked. Like. Mm, up there it's up there right it's supposed to be up there for like game of the year like that's a matchup yeah like chiefs ravens is always the chiefs fun to watch. started this year playing the browns and then the ravens two teams that they potentially could run into the playoffs consecutively right mm-hmm. this is gonna be a fun game um i hope they call up Le'Veon bell within the next couple of days but with the knowledge that he is not he's on a practice squad still um even with Le'Veon bell i think i'm still taking the chiefs i'm inclined to agree 
Uh-huh. I think the Chiefs are really good, and I think I have I have a, a few questions about the Ravens lately. Yeah, and no Marcus Peters really really hurts them for this matchup specifically, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because the so, two yeah. the two cornerback system really helps when they're going up against teams like the Chiefs, because then you have people to guard Tyreek and yes. McCole Hardman and help with Travis Kelsey and do all these other jobs that they can do. And Clyde yeah. is really good. Like you just can't yeah. do that with only only uh, what's his face. Uh, Shoot, the other cornerback that's actually playing. Marlon Humphrey? That guy. Thank you. So, we'll see. <laughs> yep, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I am also going with the Chiefs. Uh, and then Monday Night Football, Packer, Lions at Packers, which is a I mean, great divisional matchup. Very good mm-hmm. rivalry. Very fun. I think it's going to be a fun game. If the Lions played their last two minutes of football, they can play that for 60 minutes of football. They don't, I mean, they don't have to do, like, exactly that. Like, all right, just play that kind of, like, that intensity. They need that t- kind of level of play. They could probably play upset here. I, I think if the Lions wins, it's an, it's an upset. Okay? That's plain simple. I was this close. You can't see my screen. This close. I'm, I'm pinching my fingers really close I will, I will see in editing. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm this close to picking the Lions. I can't willingly pick against Aaron Rodgers I against Detroit. I can't justify that after home. week one. Though. At home. I can't. I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it either. I'm picking Green Bay. Like, I know we picked the Niners to lose against the Eagles strictly because of that, what happened. But, like, I feel like that's a, such a different scenario than this one. It is. It's the Lions. And yeah. I feel like the Packers, I'm hoping the Packers, this was like a week one fluke. Yeah. For the Packers' sake. Yes. I hope so, too. I think I, I they're going to get their crap together. Saints, mm-hmm. Saints just balled out. The Saints were the Saints were better than we expected them to be. Like, much better. Yep. Maybe that, that's all it was. That's all it is at the end of the day. So Packers can recover from that very, very easily, especially since they have to play the Lions. I hope. <laughs> I hope, in theory. Um, but, yeah, so I have football team, Patriots, Broncos, Bills, Eagles, Rams, Steelers, Bears, Browns, Saints, Cards, Bucks, Seahawks, Chargers, Chiefs, Packers. Give me the Giants, Patriots, Broncos, Bills, Eagles, Rams, Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Saints, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Seahawks, Chargers, Chiefs, and Packers. All right, so we are once again just two. So we'll be looking at the Thursday night football game and that afternoon game between the Bears and Bengals. So we'll see how everything yep. goes. Shoot, I wonder how many how, how much tickets are to that game. Let's find out. Bears-Bengals, would it be that interesting? <laughs> I should go just say I went, you know, before it gets, yeah, like, stupid think, cold, right? Yeah, I think you got to go see a Bears game, and you got to go see a Bears game in September because you're not going to go in Definitely November. Not. Definitely not. That's for sure. Yeah. Gosh, you know what would be really cool? And um, you're not going to go see a Bears game in, in January. That's probably ooh, true. What about October 3rd, Bears at Lions at Bears? That could be fun. That would be a fun game. I think that would be an insane game. Maybe that's the one i got to keep my eyes peeled for. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to look on the game time app after we record and be like, I wonder what yeah. tickets look like. All right. Well, with that, you guys, I think that is, that is a wrap on the episode. Hour and mm-hmm. a half is – that makes more sense for what we usually do. That yeah, is that is about right. Chris. That's about right. Uh, last week was an hour. The week before was like two hours. Mm-hmm. This was clean. This was nice. Uh, yeah. This is our meet at middle of the ground. Um, do you have anything that you are looking out for this week specifically? Because I will say I'm very much interested with how the Packers recover Monday Night Football. That is going to be the biggest game 
of the week, my humble opinion, because I think I yeah I like the no. I like I want to see what happens with the Lions and the Packers game very particularly. I want to see what happens with the Chiefs Ravens game. That's gonna be a fun game. I, I expect um, that to be fun no matter what. I think I also really want to see what happens with Niners Eagles. That's Rams, yeah. Colts. I think Eagles not Eagle. What Niners Eagles? The Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles and the Nangles. <laughs> I'm curious to see how like the Eagles respond because like they won a game right they played well mm-hmm. Niners also won a game played really well but then they kind of slowed down at the end Eagles didn't let their foot off the gas can they do that again but against a better team we'll yeah. see if they beat an NFC West team and start 2-0 that'd be impressive you fly Eagles fly <laughs> we'll see y'all week 10 <laughs> <laughs> Is that when we play you guys? Yeah, we play you guys. That's going to be a fun podcast. I'm so looking forward to that podcast. Yeah. Th- those two podcasts back-to-back are going to be great. Uh, with that, you guys, we are going to get the heck up out of here. Um, thank you guys so much for watching or listening over on Spotify. By the way, I guess I did not say this at the beginning, and I meant to say this at the beginning. Hit that like button. Subscribe if you're new. I might do a pre- prequel then to this because now I got to do it. Uh, hit that like button. Subscribe if you're new. And <laughs> everything from season one was deleted, and now it is all back up. On Spotify, mm-hmm. I had to relaunch everything. It took me, like, I kid you not, like, four hours, five hours to do this because I had to basically, yeah. I had to re-edit all of them because I had to convert them all into MP3 files because they were all in WAV files because SoundCloud works off of WAV and they look, they sound better than MP3 mm-hmm. files. But the new system works purely off of MP3, so I had to like reload everything. I had to run it in and re-edit all of it. So you'll see them all. They'll say like. Uh, at week seven wrap up week eight predictions and then it'll say re-upload next to it uh, these ones will have like titles next to them because it's easier to do that way um and then i'm gonna i might put in parentheses on the new ones i might do like season one episode this season two mm-hmm. for this one episode this so you'll see them gotcha. you'll see them and hopefully bracket up like that i might have to do some more working around and editing but everything is all up on soundcloud um now i'm not soundcloud spotify and then you mm-hmm. see the YouTube videos, obviously, are up there. So hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. I'm trying to get those 100 subs. I would appreciate it a ton. But appreciate everybody that's subbing now. And also hit the follow button on the new Spotify. Again, the numbers really help a lot. And they help me kind of see what everyone is liking and what they aren't liking. Any closing remarks from Mr. Eric? I got nothing. All Another right. fun week of football ahead of us. I am excited. Football is back and it is stronger than ever. It was very fun week one. I'm very looking forward to week two. Catch you guys all next week for the week two wrap-up, week three predictions. See you all next week. Peace. See ya.